Oh, what's up, everybody? This is Will Piddock, aka the Pits. Young Pity, P Money, P Daddy. Some people call me um, Young Pity. I might have already said that. They also call me uh, Pits in the Trap. Uh, P P P Daddy, P Bunny. Oh um. God! <laughs> How many times can you say P? Um, so yeah, good. And my name's Dan Sheehan uh, with Will today. Yeah, Dan. Dan's one of my. Uh, fellow compatriots mm -hmm. of the Los Gatos community. Yep, I only have one name. Um, I, I, go to, I go to Oregon, uh, up in the University of Oregon. Where do you go, Will? I go to Stanford University oh, in wow. beautiful Palo Alto, California. That's very esteemed. Who would have thought somebody named after an armpit, armpit would go there? <laughs> um, so why did we start this? Also, what's, what's the name of this podcast, Will? This podcast... It's called Life Goals oh. with DNP. Oh, nice DNP, and so yeah, hashtag Life Goals. Nice Dan and Pitts. That's what DNP yeah, yeah. refers to. Well, it could also be Dan, Dan and P Money. Oh, okay. Like we like we went over earlier. Uh, Will has many names. Yeah, or or um, Pitts in the Trap. I'm never gonna call him any of those names. I'm just gonna call him Will because uh, I'm not an absolute pansy. So we made this podcast. Why did we make this podcast? We made this podcast um, because we really we, we want to find out about the dreams and aspirations of really great people. And I don't really know why Will wants to do that, but I personally want to do that. is because I have very few dreams and aspirations. And I'm kind of just looking for something to grasp onto. What about you, Will? Um, I'm doing it because I like to take other people's dreams and aspirations and crush them under my massive fist. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true, actually. I don't really know why I'm doing this. I'm just always interested in what other people are doing, and I think it's, I think it's really cool to see people that are really kind and caring, being passionate about things, and you know, that's what I like. Um, for those of you listening, Will just picked up a water bottle and just crushed it fully <laughs> as he said what he just said. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're we're trying to learn about what our friends are interested in and what they want to do with their lives. Because we care about them, they hopefully care about us. And they're all pretty funny. That's the main reason. They're all they're all very entertaining people. Yeah. Um, who who we got? Oh, for today we've got Will's brother on as a yeah, first guest. Yeah, we do actually. Yeah, the first guest, is a great guy, my younger brother. He's uh, he's sixteen years old, going on seventeen, and I, I could go on and on about him. He, he's a legend in the making. He plays three sports. Uh, he wears copious amounts of Versace Eros. What's that? Um, it's a cologne? Yeah, it's a cologne. Oh, he's probably pretty smelly, though. <laughs> yeah, he smells pretty bad. Yeah, no, right I'm, in your, I'm in your house. I can smell it from here. Yeah, anyway, uh, now introducing the one, the only, Luke Biddock. Oh, hey, what's up, Luke? Luke! Ah, uh -huh, what up? Yay! Hey Luke, how how was your day today? It was pretty solid, man. Nice. Just... Put your arm down, Will. Definitely for oh, sure. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, good. It's all good. Um, yeah. So Luke, uh, you went to you went to Santana Road today. What Dude, what it restaurant? Was a marvelous experience, man. Nice. No, we we didn't go there to eat. To eat. We uh. Oh. We got Happy Hound. You know where Happy Hound is? I know exactly where Happy Hound. Yeah, I went there today to get a pick up an order for DoorDash. Um, yeah, you must live a really so great life. So you picked up Happy Hound and then you went to <laughs> shut up. You went <laughs> no, to no, Santana we went there Road after because walking through Santana Road at night with the lights on. Oh. Will can relate to this. It's very reminiscent of the Ginza district in Tokyo. Well, that's okay. Wow. Yeah, I actually was in Tokyo for the summer last summer. Mm -hmm. In case you didn't know, Dan. Uh, oh wow. 
And Luke came to visit me. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were in Ginza a lot. What yeah. culture, ge- what culture gentleman you are? Um, so w- you just walked around. Yeah, Dan. The, uh... <laughs> let me, let me, th- no, this was this was a remarkable experience. Let me let me tell you about this. Remarkable. So this 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 mom had organized this like birthday party. For hey everybody, if I can just paint kids. a picture for you, um, Luke is wearing a Ronald Reagan <laughs> hat and uh, a chain. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're there. We're, we're there. We're walking around. And we see these these fifteen little kids playing soccer like full out. Okay. In, in the middle of Santana Row, there are fine restaurants all around. People are there like out. turf surfaces in Santana? Row? Yes. And no, listen to this. Right as we're walking past, this kid gets on the fast break, launches an absolute <laughs> banger of a shot. He's away. Goal, except if there were a goal, there wasn't a there wasn't a goal. They were just kicking at two cups to form a goal. Good. So he's flies it. through the air. Yeah. Just bangs into a table. Yes. All of their food. Wow. All of their food. Oh, that's awesome. It was it was remarkable. The, and you were there to watch it? Oh yeah. Oh, that's what, sick. What, a, what a momentous occasion that we were able to witness. Yeah, I like that momentous. a lot. Momentous. Um, so where did you eat the Happy Hound, the food? Happy Hound makes burgers. Did you get a burger? You got a burger? Oh yeah, of course you got a burger. Okay. So the last time I got Happy Hound, I got a, uh, I got a chili cheese dog. Did you get... And it was probably the worst decision I've ever made. The only time I've ever eaten from Happy Hound, I Goblin, Will? No, I, I wasn't actually. (laughs) I was, um... I was, at, I was at Udex, oh, and Jesus. I got it for lunch, and needless to say, he wasn't the, next, the next four hours at work, I felt horrible. Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, the only time I ever got Happy Hound is with, with uh, my uh, childhood friend, Ben, um, and uh, I got food poisoning, so that's a lot of fun. Happy Hound's a great place. Dude, I absolutely yeah, it's a lot of grease. munched on a burger there. Okay, good. That's good. But you only got a burger? You didn't get a shake? I got a full burger, and I got a soda. You know what soda it was? No. Was a Baja blast from Taco Bell because we had already been to Taco Bell Holy before we went to the Happy shit. Hound. That's absurd. That's because we wanted to eat. Gross. Did you get something from Taco Bell? Oh, yeah. As well as oh, yeah. Happy Hound. I got two bur- uh, burrito supremes. Dude, that's what I would oh, call munching. Holy so, Luke, why are you eating so much food? What's what's the well? Goal I, I have to uh, fuel my athletic career. You know, I'm I'm six two one seventy five going on. You know, six two one eighty five. You know, I'm trying to put on some pounds. <laughs> Uh, 195, you said? Perhaps, perhaps. Senior year, definitely. So you're saying you're 210 pounds now. <laughs> no, Dan. No, Sorry, you just kept, you I'm, kept I'm 175, okay, going on. You said on. going on 165, and, 185. Then, and then you changed it to 175, and I'm now you're 185. going on 185, meaning oh my I'm 175, God. and trying to hit 185. Holy shit, all right, guys, we're going to check in next so week. Much. We're going to see how he's doing, <laughs> yeah. plus 375. <laughs> Growing at a very rapid rate. All right. Um, Dan, Dan, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that the potential is there to be 185. <laughs> as I'm looking at Luke, his biceps are getting larger and larger as we speak. <laughs> look at these. Look at these. Holy Christ. Fucking. No wonder he's eating so much goddamn Taco Bell. Yeah, man. I got to feel it. Goodness. Anyway, so why, why are you trying to get so big? What are you doing that requires such I'm, mass? Uh, I'm playing some football, man. I'm oh. out here. I'm out here chasing the dream, man. Chasing the dream. What, what is that dream? Your, your goal... If you're playing football and you work at it and you love it, it's to go D1. It just comes along with the game. It just feels like such a fundamental part of it. So he's... You're trying to go D1. Yeah. <laughs> he's going hashtag D1. Yeah, I'm going D1, baby. Let's go. Okay, baby. Let's go. Hey, class of 2022 wide receiver. Let's go, baby. Wow. Very cool. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, w- what school do you want to go to for football? USC. You want to go to USC yep, for football? You, you trying to follow Juju Smith-Schuster? Yes, sir. Okay. Follow his footsteps? I mean, you look like a spitting image of him. <laughs> yeah. So. 
Um, <laughs> your bleached blonde hair and everything. Uh, Dude, I'm honestly, I'm kind of built like Juju. I can't even lie. Oh, shit. I mean, why would you if you were, you know? <laughs> you can't lie um, about that. Can't lie about that. So you just bad. look at him and you see it. Yeah. Oh, Dan, put, put the window up. It's getting hot in here. Just gonna, to, okay, yeah, that's I'm going to open the window. Just to set the scene. The window's already on. open. Oh, okay. It's currently pitch black outside. Yeah, we're, we're in a we're in a car. We're at our old high school, Luke's current high school. Luke, what do you have to say about high school right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, sports are pretty dope. Uh, not what we ask. <laughs> all right. Not at all. <laughs> a lot. Of, spend a lot of time on school. You know, it's it's fine. All right. Good. Um. So yeah, you, you play basketball as well. Uh, yeah. When yeah, is that when is that yeah, season yeah. usually happen again? So. Normally, the fall season would consist of sports like football, uh, and then in the wintertime, you'd play bla- basketball. Basketball is like a classic wintertime game. Very it's nice. indoors, obviously. Okay. But what's happening this year is because of coronavirus, they're None pushing of it. it back. None of it's happening. Yo, Dan, no, it is. Dan, let the man push it. No, no. They're pushing the seasons back four months. All right. Football's going to start in January, so practices will start probably November, God maybe damn. December. Okay. Uh, and then football state playoffs won't be until April 10th. Oh, and that's gonna cut into basketball and season. Basketball starting around mid March. Oh, that actually so that's sucks. tough. One that's of the current really fears is right now though is they're they're talking about forcing people to choose only one sport for the entire year. Oh, because all of the sports are gonna overlap and they don't want oh. kids like bouncing around. Oh, that's hilarious. That's really bad. And that would be really tough. That but the thing is, is where would you lean? Where would you football, lean? Football totally. Football. That's, what I, that's what I've been working for. Mm. Right. Yeah, we we've been throwing at the local park pretty often. Throughout Amen. this quarantine, mm-hmm. people say I look like a uh, a young Jim Plunkett. Oh, I'm that's an old that's an old um, Stanford quarterback. Oh, nice. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm tan like he is. Oh, he wait, will you go, also you go, going to play yeah, for the Raiders? So, you go to Stanford too, just like this, we've already uh, made that clear. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah just, so, I just want to throw that out there again. Yeah, so Will's like Jim Plunkett because he goes to Stanford <laughs> and he's tan. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> You guys are both wearing hats and it's nighttime. What do you how, what do you think about that? My, my hair's messed up right now. I can't. Oh, I can't let it out. You know very relatable. Well, for me, it's just it's uh as the kids would say, it's all drip. Yeah. Also, I got. Oh. You see the uh, the lettuce back here. When was the last time you got your haircut? Uh, actually, probably like a month and a half ago. What? Probably a month ago. Yeah. But like, it's so long still. Well, my hair grows back pretty fast. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty. pretty got some luscious locks. That's pretty wild. Here. And how did you get it cut? Who cut it? Because uh, quarantine and everything. You know. <laughs> a hair cutter cut it. Yeah, yeah, we might have to bleep oh, that name out, so yeah, it's, it's a haircut, 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 yeah. cut it. Oh. My haircut cut my hair. Huh. It seems really sus. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't worry about it, Dan. Hmm. Okay, that's fine. All right, Will, do we have any more questions? Well, the theme of this podcast is... Uh, Life goals. Yeah, I read. I read a, so a list Luke, of goals every single morning and night. Well, really? He's, he's do you both do, you both do that? Do you not both do that? No, I keep a log. I keep a log, but I don't specifically write down my goals. I need to start doing that. Luke's actually no, I an inspiration. Just, I've for kept. Me. I've kept those goals. I made them one night when I was just feeling it. I've looked at them every day and every night, and you just hardwire them into your. Being. You can't tell. Can us? you give us some you of them? Or can you? Sure. So first one. Oh boy. Divisional offer for football. Oh, okay. Second one worth ten million dollars by age thirty. There it is. Jesus. There it is. Age 30, 10 mil. All right. Yeah. And that one, I, I think that's a very realistic goal for me. Oh, um, good. No, How I, are you going to get there? Wait, yeah, wait what, let's, I think we need to focus in on this because that's, like that's a big goal. By what yeah. means are you going to grasp? Real estate development properties. 
Where? Where do you want to target your real estate career? Southern California. Uh, it's still booming. It always will be booming. That's pretty true. Yeah, but a you need of- to focus on sustainability. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a major key in these new developments. You know, I, I think that I, I was pretty inspired today walking through Santana Row, looking at these ultra-fine apartments for the very young and wealthy. And it, it's this almost college-like atmosphere where they, they're... They have a lot of money, you know, they, they have the means to move to maybe a house somewhere. But at the same time, they can live in the apartment, live in the city, live in this big, fun environment. Would you ever, would you ever live in Santana Row? No. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I think it takes a certain type of person to live in a place yeah, like that. Yeah, I know two, I know two people who have lived there, and they're, and they're both, uh, very rich. Um, but they're both very sad men, so. Right. Yeah, not a great... They're both very single. Yeah, it almost seems like the wealthy go there to die, the young and rich. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty morbid, but that is fine. Pretty morbid. Do you have any, you, you recall any more? So it's D1, uh, 10, 10 mil by 30. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is hilarious. Sub 11, 500 meter time this year, which I guess I can't really do anymore because there won't be track. Ah. And, and that's 11.5 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And sub that. That's like, right. That's like the mark that I'm, I'm going to get past. Right, Christ. right, right. Uh, gotta go straight A's rest of high school. Extremely doable. Very that's doable that's super you. important. Yeah, you, you gotta, just, you gotta literally do just that grind that sure. out. Literally just grind that out. <laughs> what, do, what classes are you taking next year? Uh, like, how, how are your classes that you're taking gonna impact your real estate career? Well, you know, let, let me talk to you about history because people think that history <laughs> I'm so a lot, ready for this. People think a lot that history really isn't that applicable. And I would agree in terms of the content you learn, but the skills that come along with it proved to be extremely valuable oh boy which skills the ability to communicate the ability to read a text take the data from something oh that's crazy analyze yeah. it and uh synthesize it into something digestible for another person to read well synthesize you heard that and one <laughs> Christ, Dan, <laughs> just, Christ, Dan, Dan just shut up Dan what let me just speak right <laughs> now okay what? and essentially if you have those skills it's so much easier to sell something to someone because you're taking everything you know about this house and turn it into a way that is easily understood by them. Good. Right. And if they can easily understand it, then they feel confident in what they're buying in. Ah. And that's how you make your money. So, Luke, is history your favorite subject to learn about? No, I would say that history is my best subject. Okay. Okay. Well, what's your best subject? Do you like history? I'm a big history guy. Okay. Um, I just read this novel called uh, Killer Angels by Michael Shera. Okay. Phenomenal book. Puts you in the mind of General Robert E. Lee. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty and, and he was an Asian general? <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, he was Lee, actually the, uh, the Lee, general of the Confederate Lee Army. Is a, Lee is an Asian name, yes? It is, but um, <laughs> anyway... Bobby Lee? Um, yeah, Bobby. Robert E. Lee. You know, he's pretty, pretty oh, famous yeah, Confederate soldier. But, um, yeah, he really he really messed up Gettysburg. <laughs> oh, God. He really messed up Gettysburg, and that's the Union took bad. it, and that's what, you know, changed the tides of the war. Well, I personally fucking hated uh, history. <laughs> I really did not. I wasn't Dan, you know what I got on the uh, AP Euro exam? What did you get on the AP Euro exam? I got a five out of five. I didn't get. I didn't take that. Um, I, 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 took, I took U.S. history. Oh, yeah? I took AP US history yeah. and I, I a push. there wasn't one class that I wasn't asleep for at least five <laughs> minutes. I literally couldn't stay awake for an entire class. Um, I remember one time uh, Arjun, this Indian guy in my class, um, he uh, <laughs> he uh, he threw up like just all over the ground. And uh, Shar told me about it after because I was in fact sleeping. For- <laughs> 
Damn, that's crazy. I woke up as it was heading. I was like, oh, what, the, what happened? And yeah, then that's after absurd. The fact, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, don't like history. Uh, Luke, Luke, what besides history, what classes do you think will propel you to reach your goals? I'm trying to help Dan here because he has like no applicable skills think, except for humor. I think oh. AP Little Law. Well, I think I think the thing about humor is that if you're able to make someone laugh, you're able to connect with them. And if you're able to connect with someone and you're able to sell something to them, talk them into something, in some some shape, form, or way, make money off of your connection with them, your relationship with them. So it seems like you view the most important thing in life is making money. Is I, that I'd, fair to say? I'd, I'd say that as skills go. Well, you're, you're kind of twisting my words here because I would say that as, as skills go, the most valuable ones are the ones that are most applicable and which provide you with the most, you know, ability, say. And the thing that gives you the most ability in this world is money. So therefore, the most valuable skills are skills that can make you money because that's right. by far the most applicable skill. It's going to be crazy when we get my, my friend Alan on this podcast <laughs> and we hear the completely alternative point of view. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with uh, I agree with Luke. Like you can't like I would definitely yeah. say that money buys happiness. And it, well, it yeah, you sucks. need money. You need money. Like that's just the yeah. system that we have. But like, you ever, need have money. you ever seen this? Is an old Daniel Tosh joke. But have you ever seen a sad guy on a jet ski? Try being sad on a goddamn jet ski. It yeah. can't be sad. On I've a actually, jet ski. I know somebody who sends me Snapchats on their jet ski. Yeah. Sometimes they look kind of sad. <laughs> Have you ever seen? That? <laughs> That's so so yeah, I don't know. I, Daniel Tosh might be wrong there, but yeah. All right. So Luke, Luke, what do you have besides the uh, ten million sub eleven point five? Yeah, let's Luke, keep this um, list going. At thirty years old, like what? Uh, let's paint a picture of your lifestyle. So you what? have ten million dollars. Yeah. What where is, are you? Yeah. Where are you? San Diego. You're living in San Diego, La, La Jolla. Yeah, La Jolla. La Jolla. Okay, nice. Yeah. One hundred percent. I'd probably own an apartment down in the city, just a little place to stay every now and then. Nice, the very nice, good. Um, are are you uh, beach house for sure somewhere? Okay, maybe another house somewhere kind of more exotic. You know, maybe like a Bora Bora. Yeah, just, just casually house. four yeah. houses yeah. setting setting the bar right. so, setting the bar pretty uh, low. Um, that's so, higher than ten million in value, but we we don't need to talk about that. It's all good. Um, the well, not not necessarily, not necessarily. Okay, well that's because fine. my. My ten million dollar goal isn't really in terms of assets because. Uh, oh, I see. There we go. It's it's more in terms of just yeah. pure cash that I could just have in an instant. Awesome. Okay. So, so wow. he needs ten million in cash. Yeah. <laughs> not not necessarily in cash, but just in in, you know, uh, a cartel money. No, not <laughs> cartel money. Oh. Okay. You know, just kind of a, it's fine. A liquid money that I can All good. Really okay. Take. I don't care about any of that. Uh, what kind of shoes are you wearing when you're 30 and and you're worth 10 Dude, million dollars? I don't even know because plus. I've always I've always enjoyed looking at nice shoes, but it's never really been like that big a part of my life. I've okay. Really wow. in, like a sneaker. So not like what you, what clothing item? I think the fine fine clothes. You know, fine suits, fine uh, couture clothes. You know, every everything custom made. Couture. All right. Um, so you're not, are you going like, you're going to go Gucci or anything like that? Maybe. Honestly, the thing is, the thing with Gucci is that Gucci's always just seemed to me. Uh, here's the thing with Gucci people. 
it just seems like Gucci to me is just kind of like flashy. Yeah, it's like it you is. need to scream to people that you have mm, enough money to buy. That's it. exactly what it is. Right. And, and I think there's so many things that are just extremely nice. So they, you want they subtle. look very good. You want yeah. subtle but expensive. Not necessarily subtle. I enjoy subtle every now and then, but every also every now and then you have to have you know your your Dior turtlenecks, your Versace. I mean, it's a necessity. Versace belts, Versace. I don't know where I wouldn't would be without my Dior turtlenecks. <laughs> I have like seven of them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like seven thousand dollars out. It's insane. Um, how much do you think a Dior turtleneck would be? Ex- like, how much? Probably is a that? lot. That's a smooth five fifty. Really? For sure, no, yeah. it might be a that. it might I, be a band. I, no, I bet it's the kind of thing where it's like three thousand dollars. Oh, Uber designer. So you're saying? Three I mean, bands? it's gonna be like cashmere, isn't it? So yeah, that kind of makes. Well, sense. if it's cash, I'd pay anything for cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, cash is cash. That's what's hot, man. Yeah. The mirror. So we've got Dan and I have this friend who got a uh, who got a fake designer belt, and this girl, before seeing him wearing the belt, had no interest in him. Yeah. And then after seeing him wearing this fake designer belt, was interested and proceeded to you know mm-hmm. get a little get a little spicy. And this man? No, mm. I'm not gonna say that. That's uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, so your your dreams and aspirations, they're. <laughs> They're very lofty. Your yeah. hashtag life goals. I would are I would not say that they're lofty, lofty, Will. I'd say that they're ambitious. I'd rather phrase it that way. Okay, how about that's this? good. That's very I'd good. Say, yeah. I'd say they're extremely achievable. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they're lofty. You know, even if they are lofty, I'm pretty tall, I can jump pretty high, I can probably grab them, you know. <laughs> and let, let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you that. There it is. That's it. Holy shit. Let me tell you this. When you grab that one strand of the rope, you can just keep on pulling, and you just never let go, and you just pull and pull and pull, and you get yourself up there. Luke just took his penis out. (laughs) (laughs) Christ, Dan. Luke, God, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Dan, shut the hell up, Dan. (laughs) Good. So, basically, what I I was going to get to, (laughs) what I was trying to speak to is, you are very good at setting... Ambitious oh, and, and realistic and goals. realistic goals yeah. for yourself. Uh huh. And the one thing I've noticed and admire is that you work really hard to achieve them. Yeah, man, you just gotta send it. Of course. And <sighs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, like right. Pe- people laugh, like like oh, but like I I really think that this philosophy of full sending can be applicable in very beneficial ways before you laugh dan what if you just full send into your dream of sport? oh god stop saying full send <laughs> no, like i'm always gonna laugh when you say <laughs> full send. You're just i, I fully it. support what you're saying but the- dan, dan wait wait dan is your background the cover for insane no it's not the no it's not the flume cover <laughs> my, my iphone background is not good the flume god cover. dan it's just a default background Backwards. I've never seen Dan background. not have a default iPhone. I mean, that is that is bland. Uh, that's like extreme. as bland as the ham and cheese sandies he eats oh, every single yeah. day. Oh, I do, I do eat them. That's ben so foul. My roommates at college get angry at me because just the only thing I'll eat during the day is I'll just make an English muffin toasted and I'll just put ham and cheese on it. You know how much? I swear I've had that over a hundred times. That is know. I feel bad for you. I love it. It's a fantastic lifestyle. What? Just like in the way that you love wearing a USS Ronald Reagan hat. (laughs) Yeah. And a chain. Which I can't. And a tight-ass t-shirt because I'm jacked. And a tight-ass t- What the- What? Oh, Jesus. 
Guys, the penis is out again. Yeah. God, ah! Again. Luke, put it away. Thank just, you. Just shut the hell up, man. Just hey, what's that guy's up. name? What's your, what's your, what's your cock's name? I have not named my cops. So oh. I'm not a fucking creep, Dan. Will you? Have you? Named? No, Dan. That's so weird. I haven't. I haven't named. I haven't named it. <laughs> so why'd you I, ask? I haven't named. I haven't Dan, named. What the my hell? I'm, you, I'm, I'm sure you haven't. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his name. His name is Mopey. <laughs> Because when I take him out of my grundle, the sound <laughs> the sound it makes is. <laughs> Dan, are we allowed to say these? I things? take it out and it just. <laughs> you know, sometimes it looks me in the eye. And it just... <laughs> I don't think it can speak. Oh my god! So the crazy thing is, I was actually. That was actually Dan's just making those noises. I mean, I put it through three years of public school. I don't know why it can form a Dan, Are you allowed back at schools? What? Are you allowed back at schools? Am I allowed back at schools? Yeah. Um, I mean, or in uh, where I am in University of Oregon, Lane County is like still very, very low. Um, because only insane people live there who have very little money other than like the students. Luke, right now, what's your favorite thing to cook and eat? I'm going back to this because Dan talked about the ham and cheese sandies and those yeah. things. Are just you know my foul. favorite thing to prepare for myself and eat? Yes. Protein shake. That's... <laughs> <sighs> All right, explain that one. What goes into your protein you, shake? You want to hear day? my protein shake is, yes. Dan? Do you have okay, one a day? So How many do you have a day? Go through your... Routine. I usually... I, make, I try to make 50 ounces of it at a time, and I can drink it about three times per day. Okay. Three big glasses. All right. You start with 10 ounces of milk, usually. Probably the perfect amount. Uh... And you, you fill it in with yogurt up until the yogurt breaks the surface of the milk. So it's a lot wow. of yogurt. And the reason you put in yogurt because it has so much protein in it. It is incredible. Yeah, and Dan, keep in mind, this is Greek yogurt. Abs an absurd amount of yogurt. <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling like Achilles after I drink this, man. Like, oh, God. It, it, it is insane. I, so I'm a skinny guy, and I drink this, and I feel like Hector. Yeah. Keep going. I feel like Hector. <laughs> And going, essentially, with this with this protein shake, that's just the base of it. You know, that kind of anchors down a lot of the nutritious stuff. Right, the then, milk and the yogurt. Yes, yes. And then what you're going to add in, okay, two bananas, two large bananas. Would you ever consider putting in gogurt as an alternative? No, and I'll tell you why. Why? You want to know why? Because yep, I, I just asked. I'm already, I'm already adding a lot of sugar all right. into the shake. And all that extra sugar, also gogurt, low protein, high in sugar. What? High in processed material that you don't want in your body. When was the last time you guys saw a Gogurt commercial? That high sugar Dan, just let him, is going let to is going to keep your muscles inflamed. Okay, huh. keep you from entering this this more relaxed state uh, for your muscles, where they can really start repairing themselves. And all that inflammation is bad for you. Actually, I haven't seen a Gogurt in like five years. I do. I do add a lot of sugar in though, because what I do is I end up adding just an ungodly amount of Nutella because it just tastes so good. It's high in fat though. The thing is, Nutella is high in fat. Trying to put on a little weight, add a little fat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might see a little difference. Is the Gogurt company doing okay? I also <laughs> add in a lot of protein, okay? Blueberries and spinach. Spinach is extremely important. Okay. Why is spinach important? We actually had to look this up a couple weeks spinach ago. Spinach is just an absolute so superfood. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll well, tell you this. It, super, spinach is just, it has a ton of vitamins yeah. that just really, really help you out. Just like all the, all the vitamins you need, just bam, right there. Hey guys, I used to watch a lot of Popeye. You guys familiar with Popeye? The, yeah, the, bro. Yeah, and he used to eat a lot of spinach yeah. just yeah. straight people, out of the can. People actually talk about like why was 
like, is there any truth to that myth? Uh-huh. And the thing is, is that... Okay. German researchers have found, in part, that they had these athletes take uh, enormous amounts of this chemical found in spinach that they distilled from the spinach, and it almost acted like a kind of natural steroid. It wasn't, like, extreme, like most anabolic steroids are, but it, it definitely did boost them. They had high results in clinical studies. Well, that must explain why I'm rock hard, because the only thing <laughs> I do in terms of vegetables ever when I'm up in Oregon with my roommates yeah. is I'll just get an entire bowl of spinach. Yeah. Nothing else, no croutons, no dressing, no other kind of yeah, vegetable. That's off as fuck. And I'll just grab it with my hands uh-huh. and eat it in copious amounts. You look like Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. My roommates have called me a rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, listen, Dan. And then to top off this protein shake, I'm adding on my protein powder, okay? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, I'm adding my protein powder and then it's just fantastic. Okay. And then, usually, I usually do this before workout and after, is you take five grams of creatine and you just dry scoop it. And then... Dry scoop, water, down the hatch. Dan, you know what dry so scoop means? gross. He just sticks it on his tongue That's and swallows so gross. it. Why would you no, do that? No, no, no. That? You stick it on your tongue, you pour in water, you mix it up, drink it. And yeah. then then you eat the go-gurt. <laughs> There's no go God damn it, Dan! There's no go-gurt. I'm sorry. Right. There was a lot of rage. I guess that, uh... I guess I'm confused. I'm I'm confused for you, man. Like, <laughs> I just like That's not good. That's not good information to know. Uh yeah, but okay, that's good. Well I'm will when you're thirty, you take... what type of food are you gonna eat? Yeah. yeah, probably yeah. the same type of food I eat now, man. Just fantastic. Really, you're meals. not gonna you're not gonna yeah, level I mean, up. You're a... gonna level up your turtleneck game, but you're not gonna level I mean, dude, up your I, food game. Well, I already love sashimi. You know, I'll just be eating finer and finer sashimi. I'll oh, be eating finer so and finer sick. steak. Yeah, Luke, I've got a vision of us at thirty. We're we're in Kyoto. Yeah, we're right on the river. We're eating some fine sukiyaki, being served by. You know, I don't think I can say this. There's a river in Kyoto Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's referring referring to a uh, local hibachi joint. Hibachi. (laughs) Local hibachi joint, Kyoto Palace. We used to go there every year for my birthday, Mm -hmm. and I would have to pay. It was great. Yep, he would have to pay, even though I worked there. It was insane. (laughs) Yeah, Dan's the greatest hibachi chef known to man. Yeah, I am. Yeah, one of the the greatest albums of our generation, (laughs) Dan, don't laugh, this is serious, is uh, two chains hibachi for lunch? Hibachi. Yeah, our friend Brandon. We we, we can talk about Brandon. He goes by Betty. Um, he recently posted on his uh, private Snapchat story that I won't name the title of. He posted that hibachi. For I don't lunch. know why you would name the title of the story, but keep going. <laughs> I I might just stop. I think the story. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty bad story. It's fine. It's all good. Well, to go back to that vision of yours, I I I've been seeing that man. That's just dope. Of. Oh. Of, of us, us in Japan. Uh, yeah, us in Japan, dude. Just yeah. post on Kyoto. We, we, might, we might need to buy some buildings in Japan from like oh, a Mitsubishi, yeah. Mitsubishi family. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I know this makes me seem like, you know, I am aspiring only for money. I am. And I, think I am that's, also. I think that's, I, I am only I think that's partially true. But I also think we have to think about the environment. Yeah. You know? Oh, of course. I mean, the, the thing is, people, people talk about, a lot about, oh, like, People that want a lot of money, their selfish thing is, is that you can't, you can do a lot more with a hundred million dollars than, you know, a hundred thousand dollars than a hundred thousand advocating your whole damn life. You know, like if I get my money, I'm planning on doing something good with it. You know, 
Right. What what what, what do you what do you what do you see yourself education, doing? Education. Education. Yeah, bro. Our country needs. I education. think I think sponsoring education. What it does is that it has this much stronger ripple effect and overall change than just one single act. You know, it has this overtime effect where more and more people are educated. You know that that's really how you how you reach the closest thing to a utopia that we can get to, where everyone's educated, everyone has this equal opportunity because they all have the same knowledge. Huh. Very well said. That's a really great point, actually, Luke. I think the way I'm going to fund education in my life is if I make like, you know, 20 or 30 million dollars, I'm going to give five million just directly to my sister, who's a teacher. Yeah. And then she's just going to be able to build herself a shoe castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a yeah, castle yeah. for all her shoes. Yeah. And then when I'm finally, you know, the head chef of my hibachi joint, <laughs> um, I can, you know, I'll give discounts to teachers. They can just tell me. I, that's actually. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, no I'll, I'll give discounts to teachers. They need to show me their teaching license, though. <laughs> they have to bring in the entire thing, uh, and then I take it from them. They, right. they can't keep it. Right. Um, Dan, if I was in your shoes, I would cut them up just some the extra lobster. Free, so. I would just give them some extra lobster. I would inside. give them... Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves yeah. lobster. I mean, I like lobster, you know? Yeah, so Luke, your ideals of a happy life seem to be mainly, you know, centered around money, and then down the road, once you're doing well contributing to a better America through education. Um, I was just wondering, what do you think we're going to do about Aleppo? You know, that that's a, uh, wow, that's a pretty, pretty hard question to answer. Uh, I think that what we're really going to have to do... All right, that's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. That was great. That was a really enjoyable talk. Um, I like your hat still. It's still nighttime. <laughs> See you later, guys. This has been Dan. And this is Pitts. We don't need to say this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's uh, Sun Kuma, one of my good friends from Stanford. He uh, generously gave us that beat to use as the theme song for the podcast. So shout out Sun Kuma. Follow him on Instagram, at Sun Kuma. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is going to be the outro. Basically, we're going to do a segment for every outro. And Dan, you can describe this for us. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so this is the this is going to be the outro. Um, what I was thinking for the outro is because it's been it's been you know we've said that it's known that I don't really have a set ultimate goal. <laughs> no life, life goals. No yeah, hashtag exactly. life goals. For yeah, yeah, no. Ha- especially the hashtag part. Um, <laughs> uh, so what I was thinking is in order to perhaps you know find the answer to the future, we must look into the past. Uh, Will, what do you think about that idea? Let me just let me just rephrase what you said. You're oh. searching for life goals yep. by going back in time. Okay, well that's... <laughs> no, he... he Dan, basically Dan, the exact same thing. Maybe a little bit dumber. What you're doing is you want to you want to look to the past to find inspiration for your future. Of course. And so what we're going to do is we're going to call this segment yes. "Remember When," mm-hmm. which is perfect because you guys all have the friend yes. like me who always be like, "Oh, bro, remember when?" Yes. And then tell a stupid story. Uh huh. Or a really cool story. Indeed. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. So good. So I'm 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 going to lead this obviously because I had the idea. So will um the. My first, uh, my first topic that I want to talk about. What, what were uh, one of your first like memories of learning in like kindergarten? Do you have a, would you have a set memory yeah. of one of the first learning instances? Yeah, that you so had? I, yeah, I learned how to read when I was four, and That's I learned nice. reading the Boston Globe. <laughs> 
in uh, Wellesley, Massachusetts, where I grew up, and I learned reading the sports section following the Boston Red Sox. That surely wasn't at school. It wasn't at school, no. No. At school, I read, like, Biscuit, like some stupid book like Biscuit. I thought it was, like, way too easy. I didn't like it. Nice. Um, so I love reading the newspaper because I could follow the Red Sox, reading about, you know, David Ortiz, Manny mm-hmm. Ramirez, Kevin Euclid. You know, it was the best. Bingo. It was the best. Yeah, so that, that, that was, like, my first memory of learning. Uh-huh. Like there, there are a lot of pictures of me, you know, sitting four years old with the newspaper open, sports section. I mean, let's go socks. <laughs> yeah, go go socks. Go socks. Hey, go socks. Yeah. Okay. Um, go. What about you, Dan? What was your uh, What was your first moment of learning? Also, um, did that inspire you at all? That inspired me. Said, that inspired me. Reading about the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I mean, inspired now. I was a young soccer fan, but I don't think that inspired me because I always knew that soccer wasn't going to be my outlet. You know. Right. As much right. as I wanted to be good at soccer, I wasn't. Right. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's all good. So uh, what was your first learning one experience? One of my first learning experiences, I, I, I don't have that many from kindergarten, to be honest. But one of the first ones I remember is um, I, I, I used to talk in primarily a British accent, and I still do, to only British people, as Will knows. Yeah, I do. It's really weird. It's very, very odd. He's even, a fake Brit. Even if I don't know the British person that I'm talking to, I'm going to talk in a British accent. So in kindergarten, I, 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 uh, I, there was this piece that we had to write, piece in quotation marks, obviously, because it was literally just a sentence and a half that we had to write. Oh, oh, like a, like a paper. Yeah, literally just a kindergarten paper. So I wrote this, and, and it was about barns, barn animals, yep. and I wrote the word horse and barn, and this is when I spoke primarily English, yeah. and the word horse in British is pronounced horse, kind of like whores. Let me, let me rephrase what Daniel just said. Horse. He said horse. 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 All those whores over there. Horse. Horse. Not horse. You know, horse. hard R, not to be, you know, insensitive. Hard R for the horse. And then also barn. British people spell bon. So I spelled like bon. B-A- like bon me. Like bon me. B-A-H-N oh is God. how I spelled bon. You sure your parents weren't Vietnamese? H-O-H-S is how I think I spelled horse. So I, I went to my teacher. I handed it to her. There were like other kids in the line waiting for her yeah. to like assess their paper. She looked at it. She read it out to us. He said horse and bon and looked at me like I was an insane person. And in that moment, I realized I need to assimilate and inherit a fucking American accent. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a very weird memory Dude, I know. The struggles of being... It really has nothing to do with goals. I realize that now. But... No, no, it does, Dan. It showed that you had a willingness to conform to society. Well, yeah, that's which true. Which means you could be like Luke... And strive to make $10 million yeah. selling real estate. I'd do anything to make $10 million, even if it took selling real estate. What about selling ass? Would you? I like, uh... <laughs> I, you, would, I, I, you wouldn't do that? I mean, how long would it take me... <laughs> in this hypothetical we're painting, yeah. how long would it take me to gain this $10 million if I was selling ass? I'm about as long as that took... As long as it took that teacher to read hose and bond. All right, Christ. We're talking about approximately two and a half years here. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Yeah, so, Dan, do you remember? Wait, I want to take it back to the, to the interview with Luke. Because my main takeaway from that, mm-hmm. for you, Dan, was yep. that you should be a hibachi chef. Okay. 
I thought the end of that interview was fantastic. Like, you could be a great hibachi chef, and you could really help teachers. Oh, good. Teachers? Yeah. Oh, we did talk about that, didn't we? Um, Will, what I have to ask you in in reference to that is, um, everybody, I've made Will, in terms of cooking, I have cooked Will one thing in my entire life, uh, and that was an omelet. I don't even remember the omelet, so it probably sucked. You don't remember it? No, it probably sucked. It was burnt. The omelet was burnt. I messed up the cooking. Yeah. I cooked it for Will and our uh, our, our, our happy Indian friend, Rishav. And uh, they, both, they both hated it. Let's not get insensitive. They both hated the omelets. Yeah. So I don't think... Okay, so Hibachi Chef isn't in your future. So basically, this episode failed in the ultimate goal of the podcast to get you a life goal. Yes, but here's the thing, though. What? This is only episode one. Oh, you're so right. We've got 69 more. we got six. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. <laughs> That's all. Uh, this has been a great episode, Life Goals with D&P. Uh, we'll see you uh, back probably next week. Also, maybe two weeks, three weeks. Dan's really unreliable. Any Anytime, you know. It, it'll show up on your timeline uh, just by surprise. Yeah, you'll be really excited because we've got a really good guest. Uh-huh. This guy will help Dan achieve great success because this guy is a really successful I love our man. next guest. I think you'll be really excited. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Dan. Yep, and this has been Will, a.k.a. Pitts, a.k.a. You Understand. And I'm sorry about that again. Yeah, see, see you later, yep, everyone. Yep, yep, Bye. Yep.